Cinema Cult Network presents October Scarefest. This is our fourth year in October Scarefest. It is. Um, it's our second semi-themed. You sure it's our fourth year? Yes, it is. Really? Yeah, we just double double checked and confirmed <laughs> our uh, research details. Uh, the first year we did it, we uh, didn't really have a theme. We did like sleepaway camp, ginger snaps. We did have an Eli Roth double feature. Uh, well, we, that was a, yeah. We oh did, yeah. We yeah. did a Wes Craven, People Under the Stairs, and we did a Stephen King Night Flyer. Which I think, ooh, that's a that's a favorite that's, of mine. That was our best one of that whole year. I almost or that re- of that season revisit that movie because I remember we all really liked. Yeah, it. Yeah, we praised it. And then the next year we did, um, I think we did Time Traveler's Wife. Is that correct? Yeah, I, think so. <laughs> I think that's when we jumped into that. No, um, that following year, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Oh man. I want to rewatch that because no, I hated it. I won't watch it again. Dude, honestly, it's not a very good movie, but it's got a huge cult status right now. I just remember loving it when I was younger. Yeah, I remember being scary, and then now it's just kind of sad. That's a bummer. Uh, Wait, we did, when uh, a dog dies, it's really sad. <laughs> like, we did uh, Bordello Blood, yes, Tales of yeah. Ripped. Uh, we also a huge did, stinker. We also did... Was it? Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. I love Bordello I Blood. I thought Bordello you Blood. Did. Was, I didn't. I was going to no. say, I think I thought it was fun, but I, I actually, could go back and listen to my pod, the podcast and see what I said. Maybe. I was actually going to recommend we did Demon Knight this year for October 6th. I was going to throw it out, too. Demon yeah. Knight's actually pretty good. Yeah, I like that. I actually just picked up that vinyl. Oh, nice. Yeah. You bought it? Yeah. Various artists, oh, right? Man. Yeah. Um, it's got good old Pantera and Filter and cool. yeah. Andy Rollins Band, stuff like that. Uh, back to the podcast that we did <laughs> Hanto's greatest pick of all time, The Pit. Um, oh my god! I, I still own it. I still own it on DVD. Yeah, because it cost you like fifty dollars. Yeah, it was like it was like a, a dollar for the movie, but fifty dollars shipping. Oh, <laughs> so I decided to get it for the podcast. You got it from space. Uh, we did Freddy vs. Jason that year. You missed uh, Matt's pick, Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Oh, we did. Oh, I'm Buffy. starting to say yeah. Um, who is going to be in our Buffy? movie tonight? Uh, Christy Swanson. Oh, ooh, yeah, nice. And then uh, cut to that next year. That's when we kind of had a theme with Stephen King. This was an accident. On purpose. <laughs> it kind of was. We're like, yeah, we did all Stephen King movies. And we realized we did Jason X. <laughs> That's yeah. not Stephen King. Yeah, why did we do Jason X? That was Chris's pick. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, it definitely it, was. Maybe. Because <laughs> I've seen it once, and I decided to never watch it again. I believe we, we had to do it for the show. And I believe we ended that episode with Chris saying that, yeah, I would definitely return to it. Oh, my God. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. No, we got, I'll tell we you what I remember. At the end no, no, no. This is what I remember from last year. He's like, these special effects are amazing. No. Like, no like, I think like, they're actually like a, they're pretty looks, good. It looks like a hand-drawn on a popsicle stick, like a ship or whatever. doesn't make any sense. At the end of last year, we really only did three movies for October Scarefest. Because we did it for Cinema Cult and Dark House. Yeah. And so we only really did three for Cinema Cult. We did Christine, Maximum Overdrive, and Jason X. And remember at the last episode, we had to rank what we thought of all of them. Okay. And I think I did Christine, Jason X, and Maximum Overdrive. Wow. And I think Maximum Overdrive was the worst out of the three. I think it was better than Jason X. Yeah. Really? Jason X is like an unwatchable movie for me. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever. Maybe touch that maybe movie I'll again. pick it again here in a few years, and we'll go. It oh. keeps me okay. So all that we talked about is all the Friday Thirteenth movies aren't together in a box set yeah. because um, I think was it New was Line. It, New and... Line owns three of them, well, which is it was Jason like, X. Paramount owned like or Jason goes to hell. Paramount Jason owns X. one through eight. Yeah, yeah. Paramount owns one through eight. Uh, New Line owns um, Hell, Hell, Space. Jason X, yeah. and Freddy vs. Jason. Something uh, Freddy at the end of. Jason goes to hell. But like honestly, like if they put a, just a good box set out of just the first eight, I'd buy that over. The last three are really not that good. Mm. Hell and X suck. Hell's rough because it's like not. It's like the movie without Jason. Yeah, it's a rough movie to watch. And then 
Freddy vs. Jason's just... I mean, it's a fun movie, so I'm not yeah. going to knock that one. Yeah, it was all right. <laughs> but one through eight are like, those are the golden movies. Yeah. But here we are in 2018. Year four. We have... We actually have all the movies decided what we're already going to do. We already have a lineup. We already... We're, we're set. We have a plan. We have a plan. And this year's theme... After many missed themes that we discussed. And you already know, kind of, from the title of this episode. <laughs> yeah, I guess you do. Yeah. I always forget that. I forget that people will see with their eyes. Um, we are going to do all Wes Craven episodes. Um, I'm deeming it Westober. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. And we're going to start off with, I would say, a childhood favorite of mine. I've never seen this before. Really? Yeah. A childhood favorite? Yeah, I'll get into it. Um, Wes Craven's 1986 film... Deadly Friend. Now, this... Man, you want to talk... I, okay, so I did a bunch of trivia. Um, I did trivia night the night at the bar for Deadly oh, Friend. Oh, Deadly <laughs> Friend? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Nice. Christy Swanson was there to, like, sponsor it. It was great. Um, I did so much research on this. Um, it is insane <clears throat> how many versions of this movie there are. They're, oh, really? Yeah, it's okay. ridiculous. Something smelled wrong. Wait, what smells wrong? Tell something, me. Was, like, stuff, something was smelly. During this movie, this I was like, was it the... I was like, something stanky <laughs> okay. about this movie when I was watching. I was like, this isn't very good. This movie's not very good. Wes Craven is probably one of the, the master like, of horror. <laughs> he is a master of horror. He's probably one of the like the four or five core horror directors, yeah. right? Core horror, core horror directors. <laughs> that sounds cool. I like it. Yeah, <laughs> next to like Carpenter, core. And there's something really wrong about this movie. And it's like, what is this movie? And considering the <laughs> year. Is... Yeah, go ahead. Considering the year it drops is 86, right? After his classic? Right at, like two years after Nightmare on Elm Street. So it's like, what's going on here? The mystery is, why does this movie suck so hard? That's the mystery <laughs> okay. tonight. Well, do you want to get into it? Well, let's, let's get into it. Well, before we get into it, I do want to say, um, we want to go through so, uh, a few of the behind-the-scenes things. Okay. Um, obviously de- directed by Craven. Yes. I read that he was doing this, and he was writing Nightmare on Elm Street 3 at the same time. Oh. So he had like a lot really? going on back to back. But Nightmare on Elm Street 3, I thought Darabont Yeah, is, I thought Darabont was a Yeah, primary. I thought Darabont did I think that. he's one of the writers. But he's I like the big wrong. one that's Like on the that. surprise, you know, guest star to the... Yeah, that's the one people are like, oh, the guy who did Shawshank wrote, uh, he wrote Dream the, Warriors. Wait, people say this? He wrote yeah, the best Nightmare this. movie? Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, honestly, number two is really not that bad. It's pretty good. It's actually pretty. It's pretty kind of like terrifying. At I feel like I need to rewatch it. It's actually, rewatch it's too. Actually, he's actually pretty terrifying, and then three gets into com- comedy mode. Three's fun, but yeah. dude, the best one is four. I don't know. Best I, nightmare is four. I haven't seen it. It's Rennie Harlan, right? Who did yeah. four? Yeah. yeah, I watched it recently. It was rough. Really? Yeah. Cliff, cliffhanger. Dude, fame it's got and, uh, like. The best. It's, like, oh, it's got everything you want. It's everything got you want. It's got, uh, it's it's got, got shark, shark soul food. It's got <laughs> it's got cockroaches. It's got lifting weights. It's got karate. It's got actually all it your does suck things. because all the dream warriors die in it. Yeah, but the best scene from it was actually rewatching it. Actually, never mind. I think it's got it. the best dream sequences of any of the movies. Does it? And it's like Freddy at his like absolute sexiest. iconic sexiest man. The sexiest Freddy. <laughs> the leanest Freddy. <laughs> Yeah, but it's like at his most like iconic like Ooh, image. iconic. Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That oh. sounds familiar. Yeah, it's when they like refer to the Buffy episode <laughs> when I use that word a lot. It's when oh. they figure him out and they're like, This is Freddy, this is what Freddy needs to be. This okay. is true. Yeah. Uh, speaking of so Wes Craven's one of the writers on Never Know Street. Okay. Alright. So so Case um, solved. 
movie was composed by same Nightmare on Elm Street composer uh, Leonard Bernstein um, <laughs> from his the REM song. Oh, his nice. Cousin Charles Bernstein. <laughs> Which uh, the score is very. Uh, I'm trying to think of the best way to describe it. It's very back and forth. Like yeah, it'll be like very miss. haunting. I want to say it's very haunting, and then it'll be kind of like like. It's like sitcom, yeah, like you know, sitcomy or whatever. like Perfect Strangers. Yeah. Okay. Well, it sounds like um, he also did Cujo, and it sounds just like Cujo. Really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I need to look. Where it's very up. like uh, sad. Like there's a lot of like sad notes in it. Sure. Agreed. You know, yeah. and there's like menacing notes, and yeah. it kind of goes back and forth between the two score. Does end on a pretty high note with that theme song at the end. Yeah. And all yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll oh get my god. There. We the credits theme. Yeah, it's great. Whew, we'll I couldn't even get through it. I just turned we'll, it off. We'll get to it. I had to rush over to do the podcast here with you guys. I had to drive, so I was like, I'm not taking my time to listen <laughs> nope, to this. Don't have time. Don't have time for this. We'll talk about it later. So let's talk about some of the cast. It's a small cast. There's not yeah. a lot of people in this movie. We have our main character, Paul, who's played by Matthew. I'm going to pronounce this wrong. Labor Talks. Labor Talks. Labor Talks. Basically, uh, Matthew really hasn't done much work. Um, he's been in a lot of small looks roles. familiar, but I don't think I've... I probably have never seen this guy. Well, I read that he was like in Hollywood land. He was in American Beauty. Oh. Um... I don't know how big the roles were, but he is huge on voiceover work. Okay. Like, there yeah. was a lot of video games. There's some people that, yeah, really? that kind of had that one role in the 80s or whatever, and then they just, like, kind of blow up into yeah. voice acting roles. Well, and I read, this is the only person I'll say this on, his um, bio trivia was very Whoa. fascinating. So his bio trivia, he was born with a hole in his heart. Whoa. And in 1992, he and his brother Patrick, whom he founded the Youth Rescue Fund, a, chair, a charity dedicated to helping runaways. Um, they pleaded a case and raised $11 million for youth shelters across America. Oh, cool. I was like, all right. Dang. This guy's pretty cool. Nice. <laughs> so that made me look at – I read that before the movie, so the entire time I was like, this man's a charming fella. <laughs> I mean, so. not knowing that, he was kind of a, a dickwad in this movie. Yeah, he's exactly. a dickwad. Every time I vision him, though, I think of him as the main guy from Christine. Ah, yes. Kind of. Yeah, the main kinda... guy from which Arnie, one? Arnie? The Arnie? main guy, yeah, Arnie. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. dweebish kind of. And then, but he's the shitter. Of... But yeah, he's, he's a shooter. <laughs> Wait, what's that? That's what they say in Christine. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a year. Okay. <laughs> it's not that long ago. Um, we also have Sam, played by Christy Swanson. We we know her from our Buffy episode. Oh sure. yeah. <laughs> um, we know her from Dude, Where's My Car? Oh yeah. <laughs> and we know her from two John Hughes movies: Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Who's she in that? Oh, yeah. She's yeah. like... In the classroom. Yeah, she's just in the Did classroom. See? And she's in Pretty in Pink as well. Okay. Who is she in Pretty in Pink? She is in it towards the end. I guess John Hughes liked her from Ferris and then wanted to use her again for Pretty. I remember reading that actually a few weeks really? ago when I watched Pretty oh, okay. in Pink. That movie nice. sucks, man. Does it really? No, it was good. I hate that movie. It was good. I hate it because like, that ending sucks. It's a pretty bummer ending. Yeah, it's a bummer ending. Have you seen it? Like once, maybe. Okay. She ends up with James Spader, man. And he's like the dick one. <laughs> James Spader. It's a total twist. It's a total twist. The actor I choose James you. <laughs> Dude, I rewatched it, and it's a good movie. I do like it. But I read something beforehand, and then when I watched it, I wish I hadn't read it. But I guess they reshot the ending at the last like 10 minutes of the movie. Okay. Like a month or two later. And by that point, Andrew McCarthy had lost like a lot of weight for this role he was doing um, in theater. Okay. Yeah. And he had shaved his head bald too. So when he shows up at the end, you can tell that he's lost a lot of weight. And and he's wearing wearing a wig. No. (laughs) Really? And I wouldn't have noticed that had I read it. I didn't know that. It doesn't ruin it. I'm not saying like that's all I could see. 
But as soon as he popped up, I was like, "Yep." He looks like, like he looks like David Spade when his hair goes back in time, boy. <laughs> I read like, yeah, his like wig like don't she, say anything. <laughs> when she's like, he's like, uh, she goes up to him, she's like, "Want to dance?" He's like, "Sure," and his hair goes back, it's like, <laughs> and it cuts to the credits really quick to like block it out. And you're like, "What did I just see?" The surprise, like, "Oh, wait, cut. did you guys just see that before there's, cut?" There's a frame I saw. I'm pretty sure back before VHS, so nobody like you had yeah. to go see the movie again to see yeah, it. Yeah, you yeah. don't pause. <laughs> um, and then the rest of the characters. They haven't really done like anything that we would know. Anne Ramsey. Uh, who's Anne Ramsey? She is the mom in uh, Mama Fratelli and Goonies. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. I totally. I guess I deleted that on oh, my notes. Okay, and then yeah. she's Mama from uh, Throw Mama from the Train. Yeah, I wrote her yeah. uh, in my notes. It was Goonies' mom. That's Goonies' mom. Yeah. Is she Aww. really Goonies' mom? Is she really Goonies' mom? Yeah. You know who she reminds me of? Well, you're not gonna you're not gonna agree with this because you haven't seen it. Okay. Uh, Naked Gun Three. I just watched it yesterday, dude. Did you really? I bought the bundle on uh, Voodoo. Oh my god, what'd you think? It's pretty funny. Dude, you should have waited for us. Dude, we should have watched it. Together. I didn't know you guys were gonna watch it. Matt brought it up. Matt I brought said, it up. I was like, please we should watch, watch it together. It well, yeah. I have it now. It so ruins the Oscars, it. man. Like yeah. every time you watch the Oscars, you're gonna think Naked Gun Three. Yeah, it's pretty great. No, who's the mom in Naked Gun Three? That's not. Her. It's, I it's, know not it's not her. her. It's not her. No, I don't know. It's not her. But like, man, I cannot get the girl, the mom, and Ramsey. Yeah. Out of my head. She's got that, like, you know, that raspy, ah, ah, my mama, ah, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't know. No, that was really good. Oh, cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm a mama. Uh, Paul's Christ best friend. <laughs> yeah, that's, Paul's uh, best friend is Tom. This guy, I don't think Played Michael Sherritt. I didn't recognize anything. Uh, his mom is Ann Tomey, who reminds me kind of like of an Angelica Houston type. Mm. Um, that's the vibe I got, at least when I watched it. Okay. Um, and then there's here's a couple of notable ones. I dug for these two. You ready? Okay. Sam's dad, played by Richard Marcus. What have you seen him in? Oh, he's just the guy who sits on the tire and tremors. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. All right, cool. I can get on board. I'm on board that. Refer to our tremors episode. That was the best delivery ever. <laughs> Because you, so you just blew somebody's mind. Just Dude, that's that's going for this like big classic role in like some you know famous movie. I mean, Tremors is pretty good. Turn somebody down. just yeah. barrel rolled on the highway <laughs> when he said, "Like, oh shit!" Like, <laughs> nice. Their nice, morning nice. commute. Nice. And then our final one, which is this is the one's pretty neat. BB. Okay. Was voiced by I can't pronounce his name, but it's I'll pronounce it. Here. I know. I already know what this is. But say go it. Then say it. Satan. <laughs> Charles Fleischer. He, do you know who he is? He pronouncing his name. He's, he's pronouncing Charles Fleischer. He's uh, Roger Rabbit. Yeah. Ah, there you go. So. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah, you can hear it too. He like, there's certain notes that it was hitting. I was like, I know this damn voice. Like, what cartoon voice is this? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I didn't. So I, I didn't know exactly who it was, but I knew I was like, man, I was like, this is so gotta weird. be Roger Rabbit era. Like, yeah. Well, if this was '86, Roger, Roger Rabbit's what '89, I think. Yeah. '88 or '89. So is it? It's later in the 80s, that's for sure. Yeah. I can't tell. It's animated. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know how animated movies, you can't really tell what year they're from? Yeah, no, there's live action not, in that movie, too. And you're like, it kind of blows your mind when you find out Little Mermaid's from the 80s. Well, no, because... Like, it is? It's 88. What? Roger Rabbit. Roger, okay. Yeah. But it's like animated movies like that that kind of blow your mind. You're like, yeah, It's like know. Pinocchio. It's like from the 50s. You're like, what? Yeah. Really? Yeah. And you're like Dumbo and uh, yeah, 40s. Snow White, and you're like, like that's oh what my blows God, my he's... mind when you see that Beauty and the Beast is 79. That's weird to me. That's kind of weird because I saw I it in just the 90s. made that up. Yeah, I was gonna say you I fucking just made, made that up. But both like, of you looked at me. No, weird. I didn't. No, that's I weird. didn't. Get out of here. Dude, I'm, I'm trying to fool the audience. I definitely was. Definitely do that. Baby. <laughs> 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 
creepy. <laughs> hey, uh, that's how I get out of a conversation now. When I'm done, I just say BB. I'm just like looking at horror, like, what is happening? Let's get out of here. All right, so let's dive into the the movie. Break it down. So the movie opens up with a guy trying to break into a car, and he just looks in the back seat and he's like, "Oh man," he's like, "You're kind of cute. You're kind of cute." And then this robot arm comes out of nowhere and chokes him. Yeah. He gets out of it, and then this mother and son come, and they get in the car and take off. Sure. This scene was added for the movie because okay. they wanted to make it more intense. I, I knew about the – there's lots of reshoots for this movie. Dude, I have so much trivia on this movie. It's in, not even reshoots. Okay. Okay. Well, I don't want to give anything so away. So here's our first clue. So here's our first clue. Of what this movie actually is. Why is this movie – what's the smell? <laughs> <laughs> why is this movie smell? <laughs> yeah, because this scene is really weird because – when you meet the robot, you're like, oh, yeah, the robot's cute. Like, nothing's menacing. The robot is fucking gigantic. It's like uh, a cross between, like, Johnny Five yeah. and then that robot from Rocky Four. Johnny Five. J5? Or J- J5. J5? J5. Oh, no. I guess they have more. No, uh, from Blank Johnny Five. No, Johnny Five is from uh, oh, Short Johnny, Circuit. Okay, yeah. J... Uh, you're thinking of Kimberly. No, that, Kimberly. Kimberly's the girl. J5 is the robot from Blank Man. Mm-hmm. J5. Don't test my Blank Man trivia. <laughs> So the movie opens up, and then we get these like menacing credits. By the way, this movie is based on a book called Friend. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Very creative. Now you brought that up. You know what this movie? I want one of those. <laughs> I would like a book. <laughs> no, I meant Friend. No, you know what this movie reminds me of? Did you guys ever read Fear Street? Back that's in the, the night. That's like the M-rated uh, Goosebumps. Right? It is, but it was R.L. That's that's legit. I'll give this that. is like a Fear yeah. Street book kind yeah. of like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, like I see it. to it like to a T. It's like all like teenage mellow. Dramatic, and it's almost like this movie is spectacles. like could yes spectacles. Yeah, this movie could be PG thirteen. I feel like right, uh, dude. We'll get to it. Okay, we'll get to it. <laughs> yeah, we'll get to the part now. It could be PG thirteen, except for we'll get to it. Okay, so this mother and son they get into the car and they take off. We cut to the credits. Are these menacing credits? Um, and then we already get. I, I do like the score to this. I think the score is pretty. Loud. It's I like not the score. bad. And they're just kind of moving like across country. I, I would assume it's cross country. It, it makes it look like it. Yeah, it's your typical um, like mom, single mom, and one son moving across country. Never talk about the dad. I don't think that's no. brought up at all. I don't think so. No, a lot and of movies start off like this. Now, here's another hint from what I read. Starting off, the script and the movie was originally like a tragic love story, and it wasn't anything horror at all. Oh, huh. Okay. And actually, I'll just read the the first part. Um, according to the book, Wes Craven, The Art of Horror. Uh, Craven's original cut was a teenage film filled with charm, wit, and solid performances by likable teens, Swanson and the guy who plays Paul. It was delivered a mainstream PG film all throughout. Okay. It was very similar to movies such as Real Genius and Short Circuit. Ooh, really? But the point was made that Craven cannot direct something other than double-barreled horror. Oh, wow. So... I'm just going to tell you right now. So the movie came out, or they made the movie, and it was PG. They said, no, this has to be horror. There was eight producers on this film, and they said, this has to be horror. Eight producers? Yeah. That's what Craven said. Holy shit. So, that's how a movie gets tangled up like that. That's so, so many cooks in the kitchen. It was supposed to be like this, like, I think what I read somewhere was like, it was supposed to be like a tragic Romeo and Juliet type okay. thing. Yeah. And he wanted to do something completely different from horror. They saw it. The test audiences were so bummed that it wasn't scary. That they said, you have to go and film five gruesome Make scenes it, for yeah. this movie. So he went and filmed them. And 
so somewhere there's a, a, a cut of a PG version. Okay, yeah. Wow. I think I read something about that. About, uh, and there's a petition online that yeah. people are trying to get it. You can't find it anywhere. There's pictures, there's stills of it, but you can't find it. So Craven is goes, it a lost, considered a lost film? Yeah, they have like the film, but they just haven't released it. Oh. So he goes and he films it, and then it gets an X rating. Oh, wow. And he said, this is way too gory. Like, huh. you need to tone it down. So there's a cut somewhere where it's an X rating. I bet, I bet it was his response to, like, you want gore? I'll give you gore. Yeah, right? And we've yeah. talked about it because off, uh, off air we've talked about the movie Cursed, which is another Wes Craven film that has, like, this history of just being, like, I think it's just people just jumping in. You have too many people okay. saying, like, you need to do this. No, do this. Yeah. Well, and I, and I, I'm interested in that now. Now we know why it smells. Yeah. Um, because, like... <laughs> That's where it's coming from. The first half of this movie is actually really interesting. And it's mm-hmm. it's kind of like the, the relationships that they're setting up are really Neighborhood really cool. kids kind of hanging out. Yeah. So know. does the robot still die? Um, oh, that... I'm, 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 now I'm kind of lost. Like... It doesn't, make sense. Original, it doesn't make any yeah, sense. Because in the original movie, at what point does it just change? Like, well, it's still, does the robot it's, still die? Is the robot even in the first? Yeah, movie? there's still a robot, <laughs> and we'll get to it. We'll get okay. to it. Okay. The robot is the most interesting part of this movie. Oh, opinion. totally, totally. Yeah, back in the 80s when everybody thought, like, robots yes, were going to be a I was thing. thinking about the entire time. There's, like, so many movies where people are just so, no- like, like fine with robots. Except for Tom, who passes out when he sees it. He's like, ugh. Wait, he's... Oh no! He doesn't pass out. He hits Tom like his best friend like passes out and he falls over every time something happens. We'll get to it. Yeah, okay. but we see the robot for the first time and the robot talks like a gremlin. That's like kind of it's got that yeah. like it's got a like, it's weird. Digger, 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 digger. And then it'll say words <laughs> it's just like gibberish. What? Yeah. It's like everyone's like yeah. yeah, everyone's fascinated by it. They're like, wow, you did a really great job on this robot. It's like that's exactly what it is. It's like baby. Baby. Yeah, it's like you couldn't give it a voice. It's like, baby, baby. It just says its name the entire time and goes in circles. You're like, wow, this robot's very, like, you did it. anatomically correct. This is top of the line. <laughs> top of the line robot high school kid who's 15. President no, of high co- school kid. Co- isn't he in college? He's no, not, he's 15. He's not scholarship. No, he's 11 in this movie. What? No, shut up. No, I made it up. He's, no, he's, he's 15 years old in this oh, okay. movie. okay. I thought he talked about Yeah, he goes to Butler Tech. Okay. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm not shitting you. No, he doesn't go to Butler Tech. Yeah, he does. <laughs> Dude, yes, it blew my mind when he said that. It is not movie. Butler Tech. It well, is, it's, it's something crazy like something no. tech. Okay, it's Matt, okay. Matt, Butler Matt, hold on, tech. Hold on. Before we fight I about know this, it's not the same yeah, hold on, Butler Tech. Hold on, it's not hold the same Butler listen, Tech. Listen, Hanto's going to pull up. Hanto, we go under Google and type in what school did Paul go in from the movie <laughs> Deadly Friend? Butler Tech University. <laughs> okay, Siri, what school did Paul go to? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I kid you not. It's I. I agree. I, I kid agree you not. Matt. I agree because it Matt. blew my mind when I heard that. I was like Butler Tech. What the beef? And like, like so he goes there and he teaches there. Yeah. But he goes to Butler Tech as well. Like he's a high school kid. He's only right, like fifteen bro. years old. He's like a Doogie Hauser type type person. Because right? they asked him like, dude. Because that'd be weird if he was dating some like fifteen year old girl in high school next door. Right? Yeah, that's kind of weird. From what I'm reading online, it just says he goes to a prestigious university. That's all I've got. Butler Tech. Really. I don't know. Oh, it's I thought he found it. I was like, he goes Butler Tech. Watch the movie again. Okay, that's fine. I believe you. No, I, do, I actually do believe you, Matt. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. You win. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, that's the whole reason that they've pretty much moved to this new area is because he's like a genius. Yeah. Like, he knows... Um, he knows computers. He knows, he knows computers. Robots. He knows brains. He knows Yeah, like, he does. Everything. He actually does. He works on cadavers and everything. Yeah. So, that's why he's there is so he can, like, teach classes. And, yeah, and he's only, like, 15 years old. Dude, yeah, yeah. So um, when he gets into town, we meet Tom, his best friend, who's just kind of... He's the paper boy. 
he just kind of shows up when need be. Yeah. Um, at first, when Tom showed up, I didn't think they were going to be buddies at all. Because he's like, hey, he's like, you in the 10th grade? And he's like, no, actually, I teach. And he like went on this whole like thing. And Tom's like, yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah, I go to Butler Tech. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I mm-hmm. fart. <laughs> <laughs> I eat boogers. <laughs> BB the robot is cutting the grass when we meet Sam. Yeah. And Sam's played by Christy Swanson. It's a really like awkward interaction between our main character and Christy Swanson. We see she has a bruise on her arm. And like, man, they're they're pretty yeah. straightforward about things. This... Like it's like bruise on the arm and I'm like Dude, oh, even... what's, what happened there? And then like the dad walks out. He's like, You ready for your beating? And you're like, yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Even yeah, exactly. she just comes in with a bloody nose after coming from home. And you're like, all right. This is... Yeah, and then she tries to hide. She's like, oh, it always happens. And it's like, yeah. Sure. Yeah, right. Sure. But like, I honestly. I the stairs again. Like, so this whole story they're setting up is kind of, you know, it's kind of interesting. Like, between, like, these characters. Well, it's supposed to be a love story. And it, that's what Wes Craven wanted to do. It There's one aspect of it being a love story this entire movie. And it's like. They kiss. There's a lot of scenes taken out. There's a lot of she, stills they I kiss saw. And she dies like right after. There's a yeah. lot of stills I saw. There's a lot of like scenes where they connect that they took out. Of yeah. The movie. You did like a Zodiac case, like Dude, research I... on this movie, man. Like, <laughs> that is like pink, his blue daiquiri that he's drinking. <laughs> blue, he's drinking don't, a bunch of don't, blue don't, don't knock until you try. What am I? What am I? Garth from Wayne's World? <laughs> no, it's a Zodiac. Movie Zodiac reference. reference. I know mine was Dude, Wayne's World. You just made my night for that. <laughs> Remember, remember Wayne's World when Garth has that big drink with all the things in it when he nice signed, right. he nice signed in the contract with Rob Lowe? Yeah. Can I talk you down here? <laughs> What's up with this guy, right? He like just comes out of nowhere. Oops, I dropped my Oops, I, <laughs> I love it because like, when he comes back up to the table, like Rob Lowe's just looking at him. He shakes his head because like, he's, like, he's been down there forever. Like, Do you ever see that episode of the Twilight Zone? Where he... <laughs> um, so yeah, they meet for the first time. And Sam instantly is like, hey, maybe I'll come over sometime. And he's like, well, why don't you come over right now? <laughs> he's like, and she's like, I can't. He's like, well, why don't you come over later then, like today? And she's like, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I'll see what I can do. Yeah, she's pretty daring. And, like, her, uh, her like, excuses are kind of, like, BS. Like, Rob Batch, like, we were studying. She has nothing in her hand. Does she say something where, like, we were sleeping? Yeah. Something like that? No, she says we're studying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But she, like, walks out of the house with, like, no books on her or yeah. anything. It's like, she's like yeah, we were just studying. And it's like, the dad's like, really? <laughs> You're not selling this very well. <laughs> Where's your iPad at? <laughs> and then, so the paperboy comes back, Paul. I'll just, yeah. say, I'll just refer to him paperboy. as paperboy. So he comes back, and then I refer to this next, um, this next like maybe five, six minutes of this movie um, as the who's who of who's going to die in this movie. Oh, yeah. Because within like yeah. five to ten minutes. I wrote that on my notes, too. <laughs> dude, it's insane because the paperboy is like, uh, he's like, hey, who's that? And then it's like the fence around the Goonies mom. And he pretty much like describes who she is and pretty yeah. much you know what she does and um and she she is like a, she's like a lunatic. she's a rec, like a uh, recluse like she just she has herself. nothing better to do except yeah. for just scare kids away from her yeah she just wants to be like her, her mother did you guys ever live by somebody that was like this I don't think so no I don't think so no. I mean you guys lived with each you other you see this a lot in movies yeah like uh, James Earl Jones have you ever had any interactions with people like this. Like you, I mean, we were all sub, we were all suburb boys, so no, because I didn't have any in my neighborhood. You didn't have any of these uh, kind of people in your neighborhood. Like nah. you just like accidentally walked into the lawn and like. Actually, we did have a neighbor like that. Okay, yeah, he's, I've had an interaction with a neighbor. He's like a this terror. Before. We called him Baldy. Did you? Yeah. We had one where we walked home from school and we would go through his yard, through a bunch of trees, through his yard to get to the street. Get off my lawn! It was that dude. He was pissed. Yeah. We were like. 12 years old, and, like, you would have thought he was going to, like, pull a gun out and kill us. Is it Clint us. Eastwood from Gran Torino? 
Yeah, I think he, like, I want to say he threatened us. Like... The gun? Uh, yeah. Really? Like a loaded gun. He, like, put it in my mouth. Oh, my He's God. Like, you taste that gun oil, boy? And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, 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 oh my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, that's never happened. Okay. But uh, I did, like, we, we, I've met somebody like this before. Okay, yeah. kind of like... No. Matt, Matt saw a movie line. where this happened before. I saw and a movie he, he, when he I was a kid. He placed himself in the re- yeah. that reality. And I was like, man, that, what, if I, what, what, if, um, what if I was him? That's <laughs> what Goldblum? I was... That's that's what Matt's on Jeff Goldblum hands. <laughs> um, <laughs> so after we meet the father, who they're pretty much telling us, like, he's going to die. Yeah. And then we meet the crazy neighbor. I said we basically have die. like, was it one group or one person or one character set to like another character, and you're like, okay, that's the person that's going to die for this person or whatever. Pretty much. So you got like Paul or the newspaper. You got the 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 only motorcycle gang that's in this town. Yeah. For, what is this? They go around beating up fifteen year olds. Like, apparently, they got nothing better to do. They, they didn't you go can't to get into community they college. They didn't get into Butler Tech. <laughs> they didn't get into Butler Tech. <laughs> yeah. They're just riding around motor- motorcycles, beating up fourteen, fifteen year olds. The neighbor for the robot, that's like the antagonist for the robot, and then you got the dad for Kirstie Swanson. Yeah. And, and as he introduces, all, as we introduce all these characters, they die in that order. Yeah. Because if you look at it, Christy Swanson dies first. Yeah. The father, then no, the neighbor, and then the biker gang. No, the biker game's first. No, it's not. No, it's the very last. It's the very last. Oh, is it, are they yeah. really? Yeah. The, it's dad, the, the dad's the first one because it's like... No, Christy Swanson well, dies. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Sorry, sorry. So oh. everybody Paul meets in that order dies in that order. Whatever, it's not. It's just crap storytelling. It's Whatever, like, yeah. you thought the biker gang died first. Who cares? Did what you watch the movie? What does it mean? I do have a, a bit of trivia for you. I don't okay. think it's anywhere on your little uh, internet pages. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I am almost certainly positive that this neighborhood that they film in yeah. is the neighborhood from Friday Night. Dude, oh, don't. I am okay. almost certainly how many, positive. How many billion people are there in America? Was it like, like three? I don't know. Eight? Whatever. <laughs> and Matt thinks that this movie takes place in Fright Night World? No, no, I'm, I'm almost certain it's that probably this is the, the same... exact neighborhood set that they filmed yeah. Fright Night in. Her house is, I'm pretty, almost pretty positive. Pretty, pretty positive. Dude, almost pretty positive means nothing. It's, it's Dan, the Jerry Dandridge's house. And oh, that's the okay. reason why they never show the front of it. Interesting. He lives in Charlie Brewster's house. And Jerry Dandridge's yeah, house is Chris like Swanson. Like they the never show the front of it. I like the series a lot. And the, I was thinking, I was like, why would they never show the front of this? Fright Night comes out the year later. Okay. It comes out in 87. So if they have, like, stakes on, like, hey, this is our house. Stakes. You can't nice. shoot it. Ooh, stakes. Nice. Mm. Um, if you can't shoot it because we're using it as, like, our main backdrop for okay. this movie. Yeah. It, I'm almost absolutely positive it's the same neighborhood. But I, I don't know if that trivia is anywhere. Okay. Um. Challenge me, viewers, <laughs> if you dare. Nobody's watching this podcast. Do you have the internet? Look it up. <laughs> so basically, after this whole biker game kind of messes with BB, uh, BB grabs one of the biker gang's balls. Dude, and... squashes his balls to oblivion. Yeah, and then Paul's like, tell him to go, and then they take off. So basically, we got the introduction of everybody who's going to die. What is B? Okay, do you guys remember that, like... Chris, you, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and point this question. At you. What do you got, buddy? Do you remember that robot thing I had when I was a kid, and you put a tape in, yes. the, in the chest? Uh, of two XL. What is it? Two is XL. That, oh yeah. This. Why does it doesn't BB look just like him? It's um, probably a promotion. It's probably similar, but I mean, all it's robots. It's TXL. Then we already talked about how all these robots kind of look like this, where they were kind of heavy in the bottom, and then Lean they were in the kinda, top. Yeah. Yeah. Muscular. Muscular. <laughs> Sexy in the top. <laughs> <laughs> All the parties in the bottom. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Cool. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Robots. <laughs> so that night, Sam comes over and she's like, "Hey, I brought a box of cookies." And and I, I will say, I think like 
you miss a lot not having these original scenes because there's supposed to be a connection there. Yeah. And I felt like maybe I felt it because I had already read all the stuff about it that there was supposed to be a tragic love story. But, yeah, it's just very quick stuff. It's just kind of like, hey, Yeah, skip. I mean, the scene, like, the scene progression is, like, just very straightforward. It just yeah. happens, bing, bing, you know, just boom, 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 and it's, like, yeah. over. There's nothing to it. No, no, and, like, I think the only thing that really does save it is that, like, Chris, the, what, Chrissy Swanson is, like, super charming as that girl next door. Yeah. She like, kill- she just has I that kind really of... I really like her in this. I like her in everything. She dies, like, in the yeah. first 20 minutes, doesn't she? Or 30 Actually, it was, like, the first 40. Oh, 40, 40. okay. Yeah. I, so I, it I took paused. a little bit. I Some reason I thought, was, yeah. Yeah. Some reason I thought it was longer, but... So, I think she kills it in this. She does a really yeah, good job. She's... Except as a robot. Oh, but yeah. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. But, um... That wasn't so her doing, though. That's not her doing. She stops by, and... One thing I noticed is that everything in the house is already put away and set up. And I was like, eh. I think this is, like, day one. Okay. I could be wrong. Um... The dad comes over, like, instantly, and he's, like, pissed off. And he ends up taking her home. And then this is scene two. Oh, okay. That was filmed to make the movie gorier. Uh, Christy Swanson has a dream that her dad attacks her in yes. her sleep. Oh, and yeah. And she grabs um, a vase, a vase, if you will. A vase. And stabs him. It's, like, gushing blood, like, through the tube. It's actually a pretty cool effect, because what happens is she breaks the lower half of the vase and stabs him. So then blood is just, like, spurting out. Like, it's pretty gory. Honestly, it. it's really goofy. And it goes all over the The way the blood's time. coming out looks like that horror movie you made in high school with a bunch of your buddies. And you're like, yeah, the blood comes out of the vase. Well, you like, put it under your armpit and, and it's like, just spraying. You're like, no, no, it's just like, too, like oh, no, I got shot. Oh, how everywhere. ironic. The blood's coming right to the vase. <laughs> well, I'll just delete this note I made that said good effect. <laughs> that's her. Because that's what I wrote. Um. She wakes up, and she's all panicked. The next day, it cuts to all four of them. When I saw all four of them, it's um, Sam, Paul, Tom, and the robot. Uh, they're all playing basketball, and it's very light, and there's like this harmless music playing. Yeah. And it, you can kind of see, man, it, I, I almost wish I would have given you the notes before we all watched it, because you can see where it was supposed to be like this. Wholesome, kind of like... Melodrama, almost. Yeah, yeah like yeah. this, Having like... fun. It's the 80s. Fight of the Navigator. Yeah. Or something where it was supposed to be, like... Epic music, you know. Family. Yeah, something. Yeah. I can only imagine some kid on the street looking out the window at this, par- at this part, and he's just, like, talking to her. He's like, what the fuck? And he sees, yeah. like, the robot playing with all these kids... And he's like, what? <laughs> I do wish there was, like, more reactions about this robot. Yeah, the robot nobody, is... even the biker gang pulls up. They're like, what is this? I, I, if, I was any, if I was a biker gang, I'd be like, holy shit, it's a robot. Holy like, crap, I want to be friends with this guy. Yeah, I'm not going to, like, beat the crap out of I want to learn more. I need to no, learn more. Maybe he saw Terminator, and he was like, not this time. And then... <laughs> <laughs> not this time, RoboCop. <laughs> Terminator cop. Terminator cop. <laughs> Robonator. <laughs> Oh, you're laughing, so don't shake your head. No, I'm just saying, <laughs> Robinator just sounds weird. Okay. Um, so while they're playing basketball, they lose the ball, and it goes over the fence of the evil neighbor. And I don't think she's evil. She pulls shotguns on kids. How's that not... Eh, the kids shouldn't be out of there anyway. Yeah, good point. Yeah, there's no trespassing, son. So they lose the ball, and they. this is when we showcase that BB... I keep wanting to say BB-8 every I time I yeah. say it. But uh, this is when um, it's able to put, like, uh, oh, man. It, it can, like, pick locks, right? Pretty much. Wait, they, wait. But BB Halloween puts night. In, this is Halloween night, right? No, I made this up. I jumped ahead. My bad. Okay. So <laughs> that night, um, Sam ends up getting a nosebleed. 
Yeah. And she ends up coming over to the house, and she's like, yeah, I get nosebleeds all the time. And it's pretty clear that it's something that her father did. Yes. And she makes a statement. Is this where you figured it out? <laughs> it's <a> <laughs> not from the, not from the dad, like, grabbing her, you gotta come home now. Yeah. And the dream sequence, too. And, well, and to be on a serious level for just a second, when she goes, um, when the main character's mom goes, we need to do something about your dad, we need to call the police or something, and Christy Swanson's like, I can't, he's my dad. You know, like he oh, can yeah. be mean, but he's my dad. Yeah. And I'm like, man, that's kind of rough because I'm sure there are people. I'm sure that's a circumstance that does happen. When, yeah, it's like, where do you go now? No, yeah, it's my father. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't turn him in. You know, yeah. stuff like that. And so that, okay, I'm gonna be honest with you right now. I like this movie. Oh, I wow. thought I really enjoyed it. Okay. So I Matt's shaking Dude, his no, head. No, I give you no. It's fine because it has a cult standing. Cult. Well, what I don't understand, I'm not saying it's one of the best Cravens. I enjoyed it, but for some reason, it has a zero percent Rotten Tomatoes. That is wild to me. That is there's is, much worse out there that deserves. This zero. movie is not a zero percent. But it's like I think maybe it's because it's not. Even though it's bad, it's not fun bad. You know what I mean? Like Sleepaway Camp's bad, but it's fun bad. Yeah, you know, so therefore it has like a high rating. Like it's it's still a good time. I think it's just a mess. I think this movie is just these are these kind of we've talked about these before in the podcast. Those flat movies. I think where yeah. they just have no pulse going either way. Where it's like okay, zero percent is like terrible and it's not great. Because I wasn't flat. like pissed watching this. I've been pissed watching movies. Like, no, no, I wasn't pissed. Like Red Sonia. Go ahead. Or Hudson Hawk. <laughs> Or the pit. Um, ridiculous six. <laughs> or Hudson Hawk. Ridiculous six. I feel like this or movie ridiculous. flowed pretty well. Ridiculously wasn't bad. What? It wasn't that Dude, bad. It was get a... out of here, man. It was okay. No. I, Jupiter Sending was, that was a rough watch. That's better than Ridiculous Six. Go back and listen. So then we cut to Halloween night, and... This place is a riot. They're what, like, Halloween night? Yeah. Yeah, they're like putting shaving cream like over his car. Kids like putting Molotov cocktails in gas tanks. That's and, like, not what's happening. No, <laughs> like, no, they're putting shaving cream on the dude's car. Like the guy's yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah. Hey, and they're just being you know. Mis- and he like they leave, and he's like, "I hope your robot fucking dies." <laughs> and ironically, shitters of the world. <laughs> shitters of the world. Nineteen eighty-six. I hope your girlfriend. <laughs> I hope I'd you... watch that movie, by the way. Did you? No, I'd say I'd watch that movie. Oh, okay. I hope your girlfriend falls down the steps. Oh, God. <laughs> That's very specific. Uh, Girl wow. falls down the steps. I feel so bad. Um, so then it cuts to them, and Christy Swanson's wearing like this like goddess-type um, Greek mythology, or, you know, yeah. something like that. And then nobody else is dressed up, I noticed. Because I was I... trying to point what everybody else was dressed at. Yeah. I'm just realizing that now. Yeah. Main character's <laughs> a nerd. <laughs> yeah, there you go. I'm a robot maker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got that. You're that... And I'm a, days and then Tom is like, I'm a paper boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm his friend. <laughs> Why do they talk like that? Why are they screaming? <laughs> They're nerds. Uh, big nerds, yeah. Uh, so they walk by um, the crazy neighbor's house, Goonie's mom. And this is when it happens when you can find out that BB can crack locks and there's like, he, the Paul says something like, "There's so many combinations, sixty-four thousand combinations, yeah, or three, like that. three code combinations." And he's so he goes them. through them all and he cracks it. And um, you're gonna have to walk me through some of this part because I'm trying to remember what happens. But the robot gets him in, yes, and he Christy shuts Swanson, him down. He shuts the robot down, yes. And then Christy Swanson goes up to like ring the doorbell or something. This is weird. And why then they, the alarm system goes. Th- th- this, this part's really weird. Well, All this, the alarm goes off, and Christy Swanson oh, yeah, just yeah, covers yeah. her ears, and she's like, Wah! Yeah. <laughs> she starts imitating the alarm. It's like, Wah! <laughs> and like, 
<laughs> and her friends are just watching. Like, what the hell is our friend doing? Get out of there. <laughs> and oh, so they man. go get her. Or no, she falls. They go get her, and then she's okay. And then they somehow end up behind a bush by the house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, instead of running straight out the gate, which they're, like, honestly, like, six feet away from, yeah. they decide to, like, hide in the garden. Like, next and, to the exit. Yeah, instead yeah. of just, like, dude... Like, let's get just out of here. take a step behind the fence, and then you won't be, like, in trouble. Instead anymore. of leaving, like, the bag of, like, burning dog shit, they hide behind the bush, and they're like... <laughs> and then that's when the mom, or Goonie's mom, comes out with a shotgun, and then BB turns back on and just starts rushing the Goonie's mom. Like, oh, yeah. Goonie, 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 Goonie. <laughs> and... Goonie, Goonie, Goonie. <laughs> and then she, like, lets him have it. She like takes a shotgun. Dude, I would too, man. If it was like a robot, dude. Dude, if I had like a, a double barrel and I was just waiting to use on something that was like, and then you saw a Robonator coming down. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is gonna be sweet. Yeah, can't like... wait. And then and then hearing her, like the, the robot's master scream from the bushes dude, at the side. Yeah, like, this is so satisfying. <laughs> and then I just hear him scream, screaming his like prepubescent voice, like no. Dude, his reaction is like legit. Like they Dude. all have, they have to hold him back. Yeah, they're holding back. He's got tears just rolling down his face and everything. It's so depressing. It's so oh depressing. no, it's glorious. I love it. This but guy sucks. I get her motivation to shoot it. Oh yeah, a Robonator. I'm surprised she didn't shoot the basketball when it came over because that'd be my first inkling of. Did like, she have, she didn't have the shotgun with her? Did she? I don't know. She could have. Yeah, I would have taken sure. the shotgun out and just blown the basketball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Speaking of a Halloween night, this was actually oh. a Halloween movie. Um, released in October, really? October tenth, nineteen eighty six. Fans must so. have been pissed all over the world. Well, I didn't By the make, way, it cops didn't are make never very called. much. The cops are, Oh yeah, the cops. The cops never called after four shotgun blasts to yeah, a true. robot. It was yeah. on her property. Uh, well, it's Halloween night. You know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? Was that BB? No, it's the cops. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> probably the sound of eggs hitting houses. <laughs> well, I feel like because not eggs, it's shotgun shells. <laughs> she uh, apparently calls a lot there, and they think it's a false alarm. So they probably like she's probably shot her gun off. Like, well, yeah, because she's made all those calls about. The, the monsters that if you if you the animals that you pour water on them they multiply <laughs> and they're like whatever we're not falling for that one anymore. wow I yeah. didn't know it was a cross nice yeah cool so um, but yeah not a uh, very big movie um, made eight point nine million what was the budget eleven ooh more money than I've ever made in my life yeah so. I would say it's a success <laughs> <laughs> box office when it comes to Matt paychecks I would say it's a success <laughs> it's a- it's a box office smash. 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 <laughs> they cut to another night, and they have Sam over for dinner. And that's when we actually get, like, a first kiss between Paul and Sam. Is this the Thanksgiving dinner? Is it a Thanksgiving dinner? I think it's just a dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Was it? This is the... Uh, yeah, because it happens right after this... this. Is it a thing? I, I it was, is. I You're was right. getting that idea. I, I didn't see She's it saying the, the mom's saying that prayer at dinner. It's yeah. a Thanksgiving, like, feast that they have. Oh, uh, yeah, she does, yeah. But she, like... Has a prayer where she mentions like, and nobody will miss the the dad when he's dead and her burning. deadbeat father. Yeah, deadbeat who, father burning in hell. No, no offense, Sam. <laughs> yeah, who we hope never wakes up. Yeah, and then yeah. she laughs. She's like, oh. just kidding, Sam. But seriously, <laughs> but seriously, human garbage <laughs> all the way through. <laughs> but just kidding. No, really, I'm not. Um, so they have dinner, and then Sam and Paul kiss, and when Sam goes home. She finds out that her dad has woken up from his, like, yeah. drunken stupor. And he ends up, like, instantly going at it with her. Dude, he and, does, like, a jump scare on her for some reason. Yeah. And then, like, and then, like smacks her. And then he's like, where have you been? And then ends up throwing her down the steps. And I thought this was actually pretty morbid. Is that yeah. when she falls down the steps, it's not like she's just out. 
like she does like this twitch thing. And, I don't remember that. Yeah, it was like she hits. Um, it was like what was it? Uh, internal alive. hemorrhaging or something. Oh like yeah, because she's, yeah. she's still yeah. alive. She's still alive. Still alive. Yeah, and there's like this like twitch. It was very. And he's like, stop playing around. I'm not joking. Babe, babe, uh, babe, I'm not joking. <laughs> That's weird. Babe. <laughs> uh, they take her to the hospital, and she ends up going brain dead. Yeah. And once they find us out, Paul runs away and just runs out of the sure. hospital. Sure. And he ends up re- coming up with this idea, and it requires Tom's help. And basically, Tom comes over that night, and there's this whole, like, ten-minute sequence. It probably is, like, ten minutes. No of the, exaggeration. Like, trying to like infiltrate the hospital. No, no, no. I was gonna say oh. trying to drug his mom. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sorry. It's like so. It's Tom and Paul. They're eating dinner, and the mom goes, "Hey, do you want dessert?" And like, "No, no, no sorry. No, actually, yeah, yeah. Dessert sounds Ooh. really good." So she gets some coffee, and Paul puts some drugs in the mom's coffee, and it's like a five minute scene of them they're like just watching. To... They're watching television and just like hanging out. It's like yeah, just hanging. It is. They literally wait. Because, like, what's going to happen is well, they're going to pull at, her at, plug. At 10 o'clock. At 10 o'clock. That night at the oh, yeah. So they're trying to drug the mother so they can sneak out and go save Sam. But they literally wait till the last minute. They could have like, They've had all day to do it. It's 8.30. And they're like, yeah, they're going to pull her, take her off life support at 10 o'clock. And that's what they say originally. Yeah, and then and they're like, they're well, watching. it's actually Pacific time. Right, so and he's like, so before. it's 9 o'clock? <laughs> <laughs> That makes no sense. Like, yeah, you know, spring forward, so fall backwards. <laughs> it's, it's around that time. No. <laughs> so Paul finds out, oh, my God, Sam's going to be taken off in life support in, like, 25 minutes. And so. And the doctor's just standing overhead, like, right in the dot. Got to pull this plug. Like, and, yeah, which yeah. I think is usually what they do. Is it really? But the thing I was argue with is that the fact that the dad is kind of like, just pull it now. And he's like, all right. Like that, yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good argument. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about it that way. Um, so Tom and Paul take the mom's uh, um, like big van RV oh, thing. Yeah, this is why they drug her. They take the van. Yeah, and so they get to the hospital, and there's just basically this whole kind of like thing they put together where they're gonna get Sam out and they're gonna save it's like her. the laundry basket or whatever. Yeah, yeah. they literally and, get away to the last minute. Yeah, Ugh. and and it's very specific because it goes. So at 9 o'clock, she's off life support, and Paul goes, Tom, you got to shut the power off in the hospital at exactly 8.59. Can they just do it and like now? I don't know. I don't, okay, I don't get it. Like I thought their idea was that if she's alive, he can put the chip in her head and bring her back. Yeah. Right? I think that was if, what was supposed to happen. Okay, but if he shuts but, the power off, it's going to shut her off, too. Um. Nice. Yeah, yeah, right? It makes sense. Yeah, so if he shuts the, if he's like, hey, Paul, shut the no, power no. off. He said, shut the power off, so it creates a diversion. But he's like, but I've already checked. There's generators for backups. Oh. Uh, so, like, she's still. killing, like, hundreds. We did it, man. We saved my, <laughs> we saved my potential girlfriend. Hundreds and hundreds Now, of put patients. this USB drive in her brain. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Paul ends up getting her out of there, even though she's been off life support for like four or to, five minutes at this time. Yeah. Yeah. At this point, when he gets her back, though, it's got to be what a good half Dude, hour, yeah. forty five minutes of her being that dead. she's been. Um, she her heart stopped beating. Yeah. yeah, she's dead, dead. Yeah. And so they get her back, and they get her butler tech, don't they? Yeah. No, no, they take her back to the house. Oh, do they? Uh, no, oh, they no, take, no, no. They take her to butler tech. You're right. Yeah, they take her and um, they, they end up putting like, like the... this huge chip that used to be in uh, BB. Yeah. And they put it in her brain to bring her back. 
so silly. This is so it silly. It is. When you watch it, too, because it's like, it's a chip, and it has four, like, prongs on it, uh-huh. and he just puts it in her brain. It's so easy. And yeah, it's you like, just cut didn't... a hole in the, in the skull, and then you just place it. And you almost got to think about it, like, this guy, this kid's a genius, right? Why didn't he recommend this to the doctors, or at least try to recommend it to them? Because he's 15 years old, and we listens to kids. Yeah, but if he's but teaching classes. Yeah, gonna, he's teaching classes at a college. They don't have time to cross-reference that background. Like, I know, but like, they, if they just like, hey, I got this device that'll bring her back, they'd be like, I, I don't no. think it would. Like, I, just that scene would be like, I don't think that would work. That yeah. sounds stupid. Yeah, 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 that sounds stupid. Something to establish the fact that he tried or whatever. Yeah, right. because the fact that you'd sneak around, like, this is that, ballsy. Yeah. yeah. But after they do it, um, they see that she twitches a little bit, and this is when Tom passes out. For the first time. And they end up taking Sam home and end up putting her in the garage where they're going to keep her for now. Uh, Tom, and then they end up actually thinking they killed the mom. Yeah. yeah. Like, Tom's, like, Too freaked much out. The, Tom's, yeah. like, he's, like, your mom's not waking up, bro. <laughs> and um, so she ends up waking up. She's completely fine. Um, and then this is when Tom kind of acts awkward with Paul. You could tell, like, something's off with Tom that he doesn't. The paper boy is, okay. like, not. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. after doing all this, he doesn't feel right. Yeah. Uh, that night, there's a bunch of like he's like guilty for helping or you know, kind of for doing, what he did. He feels yeah. dirty, you yeah, know. dirty, yeah. Good and boy. Uh, decent reaction though. I I think that would flip his shit. Like yeah. I'm not helping you. I really think this is this right here is the only reason why this character is in this movie. The paperboy. Yeah, it's just to be like the audience character in the scene. Sure, that's it. Because he reason. literally does nothing throughout the entire movie. And then he gets straight yeah. at the end, doesn't he? Or... But he doesn't even die. So after acting awkward with uh, Paul, we cut to that night, and Paul's programming Sam to, like, sit up. And there's a lot of, like, quick, like, cuts to, like, nights and stuff like that. I never know if it's, like, the same night or the next night. Um, but, man, you guys already knocked some of this in some of my notes. What is it? Why well, I, I put that she does a good job as the robot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what the fuck? I knew she we watched. Looks, I mean, the makeup is really bad. I why? like the makeup. I like the makeup. I don't like. I don't like the makeup. And why does she act like the robot? She I don't like get she that. Because like, she has BB's brain in her. Yeah, but why he doesn't? That's like why with her hands. Yeah, they're kind of they're like they're like why that that's why they kind of they look only like, move that way because he's a robot, not because he thinks he has to move that way. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all in his you brain, know? dude. Like I don't walk a certain way because I think I have to walk a certain way. I walk to the extent of my limbs. Well, you know? I think it's because... Does that make sense? She, okay, yeah, I know. Totally that's does. why it's goofy well, that she's like, I'm, I have only three fingers now. But then know? she, it's she like, also what? is limited to baby, baby at the end. Yeah. She's like, baby. I was like, baby. it controls your vocals. Well, yeah. the next night we see she can fully stand now and she's staring at her father and she's very like dead to the eyes. Uh, she responds to Paul, but she doesn't like talk Dude, or anything. She, oh, wait. Are you talking about when she's in the house and she No, she's the in the father? garage and she's uh, just kind of like staring at her oh. father for the first time. And you can see that she's seeing through robot eyes. Okay. So I feel like the robot... Oh, the, tri- the computer the, data? Yeah. And I feel like the chip is still, like, overpowering her. It's not... It's got some of, like, Sam's memories, but it's the robot. That's why she walks like that. Sure. That's why her hands walk it's... around, like, the penguin's hands. Does she actually do that, too? Yeah. Yes. Because I think it, I noticed that. It was, like, the claws It's of... the Be Prosper, like, hands. Yeah. Like, yeah, the Star Trek hands. Spock hands. Yeah, yeah. and that's how BB's hands were when... But I know, it's just a stupid detail. Super... makes no sense. We're talking about a damn movie where a person is brought back from the dead <laughs> at a USB port. <laughs> it's super silly. It's yeah, really silly. But it's and you're just... going to argue that with me? <laughs> yeah, because honestly, it ruins it. Because like she could just totally be like normal. Like, I'm back, you know? And then there's just hints of her... Yeah, like kind of like 
degrading. Oh, so like, what happened? Because like... she immediately comes back and she's like eating like double A's. And you're like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> yep, that's like, what happened. And then she's like, walking around with Spock hands. And you're like, okay, why is she she's walking clear, yeah, like she, this? She's been back. She clearly hasn't said a single word. She obviously died. Why know? does she have super strength? Like, it's she pretty only, impressive. That it makes, impressive. It makes no sense. Like, it just brought her back. Yeah. Like, whatever her body was before then is what it is now. Yeah, it's like a pet cemetery. Yeah, she doesn't have super strength. Why would she have that? That makes no sense. Uh, The computer chip, like, enhances the, the parts of the brain that we can't access, you know? You know, we only access, like, 10% of our brain. Oh, actually, that's kind of... That actually made sense. So it's kind of like I was that. like, oh, whatever bullshit thing Hans is going to say. But no, it actually kind of makes yeah. sense. <laughs> uh, it's Good like job, Hans. I'm on board now. I love this movie. Cool, nice. My favorite. Nice. I don't like this movie, but I don't either. <laughs> you, okay. So the next morning she's gone. I changed my mind. And we cut to her father, <laughs> who wakes up from like this sweaty nightmare. And <laughs> it was. And he sweaty. says that he's like, "Whoa, what a sweaty nightmare! What a sweaty nightmare!" <laughs> and um, he ends up thinking someone's in the house. So he's kind of like walking around. He hears some sounds. Don't you hate scenes like this in the movies? Why? Just because like, creep, creeping around, and you know it's gonna happen. Yeah, where they're like, I hear a noise, and it's like five minutes of them investigating the house. Like, it's like just and they have like a cupboard. Yeah. And Hello. Like, they open <gasps> They open an envelope. Yeah. I've Ooh. never seen a movie where this is effective. This scene's effective. Like, oh man, what scream? What corner are they behind? Scream. What about Halloween. Scream. No, not really. Scream. Scream is like very good. There's at... not. Yeah, but there's not a five minute where she, like. Like, yes, there is. is there not, is yes, there, there a five-minute scene where... Well, yeah, it's called the, the whole podcast. It's called the whole first, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, that doesn't count. Stuff. That doesn't count. You see him, so it's like, oh, he's there, and she's aware that he's there. I'm talking about ones where they're like, I heard a noise. Like, is the noise in the cupboard? Is the noise in the basement? And it's like five minutes of them just walking around the house. When yeah, we get but the scream... Like, so You'll no. see. I say, they're not supposed to do a. <gasps> oh. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, frustrating. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like the whole point. It's not scary. Is that they're not supposed to be doing a walking tour. They're supposed to go investigate noise, then get killed immediately. Not yeah, it's be, just like, stupid. Stuff. Not supposed to be five minutes of them going to every room of their house to make sure that nobody's in there. Are you in the vase? Oh, like, nope. Nope. Nice try. Nobody fits in there. <laughs> Are you in my pocket? <laughs> no, but she. What she totally does to him. She totally Looney Tunes him. It's weird. It's kind like, of goofy. He gets to the bottom of the basement. He goes to the, the boiler room. Yeah, he goes to the boiler room. A la Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, these people have boiler rooms in their basement. It's not a boiler room. It's but a, it comes um, on. No, it's like a furnace. Yeah, yeah because yeah. he's, he's burning coal. Why don't you take this one? You go. Okay. So he's coming down. <laughs> he's walking down the stairs of the basement, and he sees a bottle of bourbon. And like he does like a total Looney Tunes ooh. reaction where he's like, ooh, bourbon. <laughs> and it's her. And she grabs his foot, and he falls down the stairs. I was like, that's really goofy. Like, I, I can't think of anything that I would be like, some kind of like um, food item. Yeah. If I ever saw it, and I'm like, ooh, a double cheeseburger, no way. And maybe, then like, um, like spaghetti, like spaghetti madness. Yeah, spaghetti. Yeah, yeah. But maybe you know, now I'm thinking about it. If it was like a, a record, oh, if there was like a vinyl, like some horror record, Total Recall, original Halloween soundtrack, no way. That would be a total trap for me. And like, yeah, I believe it. It almost happened in real life, but. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it did almost happen in real life. Yeah. yeah, I actually could have turned out to be a horror movie. Right there. Yes. Yeah. I went to. Can I tell the story? I've already told the story in the podcast. If you make it quick, we're willing. Oh, okay. Because we got to hear tell more quick, yeah. more synopsis about the damn movie. <laughs> By the way, at the end, it sucks. <laughs> it still sucks. It still sucks. Okay, so one time I was on Craigslist and I saw an ad for a bunch of records, and in the bottom of this guy's stack was the original Halloween soundtrack, and I was like, oh shit! I was like, he's got the original Halloween soundtrack on vinyl. So I called him up. And I was like, hey, I would. Lo- I was like, hey, I was interested in buying some vinyl. I was trying to be kind of secretive about it because yeah. if I 
show told interest. Him, yeah, if I knew what he had, or if he knew what he had, he'd probably jack up the you price. You'd be like, hey, how much is that elf soundtrack you yeah, have on that there? <laughs> in that collection of yours? And Wait, I was like, elf? Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I was like, how much you selling your vinyl for? He's like, a buck a record. I was like, oh, shit. I was like, okay, I'm really interested in, you know, these records. So um, we go down. He's like, all right, come down to where I live, and I'll give them to you. I'm like, sweet. I was like, holy shit. This record goes for like, what, 90 bucks or 150 like, online? I'd say like 150 I'd now. say more than that. Yeah, yeah, and I was about to get it for a dollar. So I was like, oh. In your dreams, dude. Dude, I went down to this really, really, really shady part of town. What part? Uh, okay, never mind. It, it was like a little matter. bit outside. The, there's that doesn't part matter. of the west side. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, but it was a really shady part of town. And I go down there, and I walk up to this building where this guy supposedly lives. And there's a condemned sign <laughs> in the window. And I'm like, what the? That's the point in the story when you should just continue driving. Well, I brought my buddy with me. Okay. The muscle. The muscle. And they're like, yeah. They're like, and I called up the guy. I was like, hey, I'm here. I'm like, what's going on? And it was weird. He like, he lived right next to like a car, um, like a mechanic shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And somehow everybody in the mechanic shop knew who I was. Oh. They're like, are you that guy that's here to buy records? And I was like, uh, yeah, sure. They're like, yeah, he's not home right now. I was like, why does this, I was like, it's weird. I was like, I just got off the phone with this guy. He said to meet me here. And I was like, why do all these mechanics know who I am? <laughs> why are you all holding wrenches? Yeah, I was like, why are you guys all holding wrenches? And it's a blowtorch. In this shady part of town on a Friday afternoon. And then, so I called up the guy again. I was like, hey, what's going on? He's like, yeah, I got, you got, I got called into work. He's like, uh, just go ahead and knock on the door. My sister's home. She'll give it to you. I knock on the front of the door. No answer. I knock again. I wait for like 15 minutes. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going home. I was like, if I get this record for a dollar, it'll be this would be a huge success. <laughs> then I go, and then I call. Huge success in my life. Huge yeah. success in my life. So I call up the guy, and I was like, hey, your sister's not answering. He's like, okay, try the back door. So I go into like the way his apartment was set up. You have to crawl under a hole in the fence. It was like a tunnel system underneath the apartment. Oh buildings. my dear God! So I had to go down the staircase and go through this tunnel, go up a staircase, and I was in this guy's backyard. And while I'm in this guy's backyard. His neighbors are cleaning out his house next door, and they're like meth addicts. Yeah, and they're they're they tell us basically like straight up like yeah we're like this guy was telling us a story uh, while we're waiting knocking on the door for this guy's sister like you know uh, his neighbors telling us a story he's like yeah he's like I was out the other night I was partying and like they had to shoot me full of Narcan like oh three three God. times I was like where the f- hell are we right now I was like this is so like messed up end of the story sister never answered the phone and i told the guy i was like you know what this isn't worth it after like 45 minutes i left yeah and i never got the halloween record that's that movie or that story is way scarier than deadly friend yeah so there's my deadly friend like story where i almost got looney tuned there you go nice. it sounds like at the beginning of the story you're like a dollar like this guy's a sucker and then after 45 minutes and then the guy was probably just Waiting like, in that house the entire time. He's like, what a sucker. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. And that's Friday. <laughs> well, and I think the reason why he... I really... To this day, I think something was going to happen. A hundred percent, dude. It was going to happen. Yes. But because I brought my buddy, who's like... We all know him. He's all muscle. Yeah. Like, I really think they... they I, we both pulled up, and they're like, shit. Like, Fuck. this isn't going to happen. Like That guy looks nice. Yeah. Both these guys are like... We can't take both these guys. So, like, something was up. Something was fishy about the whole thing. And uh, to this day, I, I, like, I survived. Nice, dude. There's my, my stupid collector story. <laughs> I would die for a, a freaking soundtrack you can get for free on Spotify. <laughs> and that's Deadly Friend. <laughs>
Yeah. And Matt's calling the, the dad a moron. And Matt just told this like 25 minute story about, about how, how should... I'm a moron. <laughs> when he should have just kept driving. And I saw the bottle of bourbon. I was like, no way, bottle of bourbon. <laughs> <laughs> so after he picks up, the, the father picks up the bottle of bourbon. He gets pulled by the hand and he gets thrown down the steps. And we get like, he tries to hit her with a shovel. She throws the shovel at him and goes she to the like wall. like a spear, yeah. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> and... It's kind of like that. Yeah. And then he ends up breaking her hand back. And then she burns him in the furnace. And then... Or, like, towards the furnace, like, his back and everything. Yeah, yeah. And then she snaps his neck. She, like, lifts him up in the air and then, like, yeah. cracks his neck, cracks his back. And then puts his face... Uh, like, oh, to feel good? Yeah, like, I was oh, just cracks yeah. his neck. Cracks. Oh, that's oh, oh. Oh. oh, you're so wow. for, You're so forgiving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and, dead. <laughs> and then Paul comes over after he's seen some smoke from the chimney, and he sees some smoke coming out of the chimney, and he figures something's going wrong because he can't find Sam anywhere. And yeah. we see that she's put the dad's head inside the furnace. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, they're not going to show that. Is that your first reaction is, like, just to go check out? Uh, something like a chimney's... Oh, well, oh, she, oh. he's around... Okay, on the but... opposite, if my girlfriend robot was missing, I would have went there first. Yeah, right? that's why yeah, he does true. the entire trip around town. He's, like, sweating. And he's like, oh, man, she went home? Yeah. And it's, like, right next door? And it's like, yeah, duh. Start there first, then branch outwards. Yeah. Smarty pants. I don't know, it was like Mr. College Professor. <laughs> College kid. Well, I checked the McDonald's, and I checked the Chuck E. Cheese uh, four counties over. And then I checked the next city over, and then <laughs> just kept going. Come on, Doogie. Um, so he ends up hiding Sam. Well, he, like, hides the body. And he ends up hiding Sam uh, in his room. And then one night, the Goonies mom is just kind of hanging around, and she looks across the street, and she sees Sam in Paul's window. Staring at her. And she calls the cops. And the cops, you could tell, are just kind of like, yeah, whatever, we'll be Crazy there. lady again is whatever, yeah. Elvira. I gotta eat my sandwich first. Yeah, and her name was Elvira. I thought it was such a strange yeah. name. I yeah. think of Elvira. I, th- I know, like, three Elviras. You know, Elvira. Mistress. The mistress. Uh, the Goonies mom. And Tiny Toons. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Elvira the cat. Yeah. That's all I know. So, Sam ends up leaving the house, and she cracks the code to get inside the Goonies mom's yeah. area. And this is another, like, investigating investigation of what's going on. So she turns off the TV, and then all of a sudden she sees a basketball bounce into her presence, like, into the room where she's at. Um, and after searching the house with her shotgun, Sam pops out of nowhere. And I think it's probably the most memorable scene of the this movie. This is the scene. This is the only scene I've seen of this movie. And this is, like, back in the days when I was visiting uh, badmovies.org. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is always like the one scene I always saw. I was like, "That's hilarious." Me and Chris watched this movie together on Monster Vision. And okay. Joe, Joe Briggs are nice. shit when the scene happened. I was just like, listening to um, people under the stairs earlier. Yeah. We mentioned Joe Bob Briggs. Yeah, Do but we? this is like we lost it. This, I mean, this is why this is the only scene I remember from this entire movie. I feel like it's the one scene that you would show from this movie. Yeah, from when I was a kid. But I remember when we watched it and we laughed our asses. How did they censor this for, scene. for TNT? I think they just showed it. Wow. Well, actually, there's a, an alternate scene from what I read. Oh, really? So she throws the basketball. She catches in her teeth. Well, <laughs> gotcha. So Chrissy Swanson takes the basketball, and she throws it into the Goonies mom's head and explodes everywhere. And it's graphic. It's a it's pretty graphic pretty scene. pretty bloody. And Christy Swanson's reaction afterwards is really cool because she like does this thing with her like her whole body where she kind of leans in. Like, what are you going to do? Like, it's a really – like, huh. watch it again – it was actually a really cool reaction to it. Um, 
but I had read there was an alternate scene where they were going to do vice versa. Um, like the she, Fred Savage movie? Yeah, like the Fred Savage movie. Nice. Originally, what they were going to do was she was going to take the head off the mom, and she was going to throw it at the basketball as hard as she could, and in slow motion, you were going to see the basketball explode. Oh, that makes sense. Okay. So. Yeah. That was, and I'm glad they went this way, because, man, that would have yeah, been slam stupid. Slam dunk. <laughs> <laughs> You're on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest slam dunk. <laughs> Those are movies. Yeah. Um, okay, this, but we got to talk about, man, this scene is awful. Why? Like, Why is it awful? Oh, because like the are you serious? The person that's wearing football pads and the kid. The, that's yeah, in, it's a kid. <laughs> it's a kid, and like she. Okay, so you didn't even set any of that up. Yeah, I did. <laughs> she crushes crushes Elvira's head with a basketball. I said that, and then afterwards, like we cut back to her, and she does her whatever. She just kind of stares, and then we cut back to this old lady, and her head's gone, but she's her like, body's still convulsing. She's like leaner too. Yeah, like, and you can tell there's a kid. Who's got like a shoulder pads on and arms that hang it's from Griffin's it? Kid. It's son. His son. Is it really? Yeah. His fate. His head is like poking through the stomach of the dress. <laughs> it's it's, it's not that. Bad. Yes, it no is way. not that. Look bad. it up. I it watched it three times in a row because I thought it was that funny. He falls on the kid. Falls on the ground and you can see the kid's face like imprinted out of the dress. Nope. In the did stomach. You, did you watch this with your fiance? Look it up. All right, did you watch this with your fiance? I showed it to her because I thought what it was really funny. Think? She probably didn't laugh as hard as you did. She's like, you're sick. <laughs> Pause it really quick because we're going to watch the scene again. So yeah, it's a kid. Yeah, it kind of pokes out from the side, but I don't think it ruins it. It ruins it. If you watch the scene seventy-five it's times, goofy. It's, it's really goofy. It's goofy because if they they just cut it like right after the head like explodes, if they just cut it right after the head explodes, it works. Yeah. But like the fact that they show that the body doing that is like, what it's is really this? weird? Like who's who's whose go ahead was like, hey, then the body moves around by itself. But see, that's the thing though. I think after a one-time view, you don't really notice it. But if you do watch it a couple times, you're like, look, it's right there. I can see it. Then you'll see it. Dude, we laughed at it when it. we were kids, man. We thought it was so bad. No, we got scared when we were kids. <laughs> Shut up, this dude. This movie scared me when I was a kid. This no, it didn't. Scare you? Shut up. I promise. Dude, this... we – that is one of those core memories that I, as like a childhood – I know it's kind of sad. Uh, <laughs> this is the only memory I, I have as a this child. the only memory I that sad, I can remember. I only have one memory. <laughs> it's a deadly But, like, friend. I remember watching this movie with you. And this is the first time we ever watched it, and we lost our shit at this I mean, scene. how could you not laugh? I remember watching this in eighth grade, it's, this one clip, and being like, this is amazing. I think we laughed, It's though. so extreme. No, we laughed to hide the, the tears because oh, of the fear. Yeah. Okay, we okay this emotions. movie did scare me as a kid, especially the I – mean, no, spoiler, I don't want to get there yet, but the very last scene of the movie used to scare the shit out of me. That's pretty, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, it used to really scare me. Yeah, it's well. It's yeah, out of nowhere. It's really out of nowhere. I was trying to think about. It. I was like, I remember how this ends. I remember it ending weird, and it ends really, it really does. weird. It does. But following this scene is another scene that was added to the movie that they don't crave and they need to add. It's your three three antagonists getting yeah. their getting their own or you know getting their paid dues, I guess. Well, here's well, no, the no, no, I was gonna say after this, after this. Oh, Are you oh. saying the, motor, this, the no? This scene where Paul has a dream about oh. Sam's dad under the covers. This makes no sense. 
It was just a dream. They, they wanted to add it for the gore effect. Yes. And I, it's a creepy scene. I don't think it's a bad it's scene. It's creepy, yeah. but it's just weird that there's like two dream sequences with that dad. Yeah. And two of them are, it's totally a producer thing where it's like, yeah. hey, just we got to do we another put, scene put or whatever. scares in there. They probably did both of those scenes back to back when they filmed the filmed the dream sequence the uh Kirstie Swanson the dead yeah they probably like right after that just filmed the next scene with like we gotta do another dream sequence yeah yeah oh because it's just like it's so easy because you don't have to set up dream sequences mm-hmm. like you can just let them be not yeah. at all and yeah. then you can add them in the movies and be like okay here's our oh here's, here's our a scary weird sequence. yeah here's a weird sequence it's that, a dream you, know. Se- you know I will say the the first dream sequence when she stabs her dad I thought that might That's, have been real for a second. Yeah, me for a second, too. So I was like, oh, man, she kills her dad in this? And yeah. then when he started laughing, I was like, okay, never mind. Yeah, because yeah, it went on for like five minutes of him laughing. Like, there's blood all over. I was like, eh, it's a stretch. Um, but Sam ends up coming home, and Paul's in the middle of the night. He's getting some milk, breaks it, mom wakes up, and he's got to hide Sam. So he ends up hiding her in the attic. And at this point, the cops show up in the neighborhood, and they find out that Goonie's mom is dead. And so is Sam's dad. They found yeah. out that both of them. And then Paperboy Tom shows up and Dude. passes out again. <laughs> Dude, because they okay, here's a blooper. They real like they they are real. They wheel out uh, Elvira, yeah. the Goonies mom. Uh-huh. It her head. You can see her head. It's there. Yeah, right. You saw yeah. it too. It's like weird. you can see the outline of her head underneath the sheet. And I was yeah. like, wait, her head's gone. Yeah, there's no way. Like is gone, gone. It's jelly at this point. <laughs> I, I read. They, they walk out with a can of jam. They're like, <laughs> like we got the rest right here. <laughs> Um, it's she. She was mashed potatoes, right, guys? <laughs> that David Lynch. That's the cop. Was David that is that Lynch's your? Uh, is that your, no? That sounds like your um, uh, stew from Scream. They found they found her liver in the mailbox. <laughs> <laughs> they found her head in a jelly jar. Man, that's a lot of Scream talking this episode. Yeah. Um, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll get there. So while all this is going on, um, Tom ends up passing out, and the next day we see God, there's so much fucking. It's movie. weird. So much movie, is that what you said? Sorry, there's so much epic movie in this movie. Yeah. yeah. So the, he hides Sam, and she ends up coming out of a closet, like she'd been in this closet on it, which is kind of weird. And she sees a picture of herself with Tom and everybody, and she gets upset. And this is the first thing you kind of see her have emotions. Sparks of humanity. Yeah, because um, while Tom I, Tom's not at home, or Paul's not at home, and Paul ends up coming home, and the mom's like, I heard something upstairs, I thought it was you. He goes upstairs, and Sam's, like, crying, and she's, like, bawling over this picture. So this is, like, her starting to come out. Like, she's not full robot anymore. It's starting to be, like, spurts they of, should uh... Just, they should just not done this, <laughs> to be honest. Why? I don't know. Just They, they should have just had, had it either earlier or not, like... Because this is already the end of the movie. This is, like, we're in there. Like, why would they wait to do this whole humanity thing until the very end? To make the ending more dramatic. Which it is more sympathetic, more empathetic. I don't know. Okay. I'm just not. I, I don't know. I wish they would have done more of like the struggle, like that internal struggle with like. Well, they should have had her be human from the very beginning and then slowly become robot. Yeah, but the that's fact that like okay. they kind of end the movie with like her as like full robot. Yeah, you know, it makes it, it's just weird. It's like there's like there's like a struggle going on that they're not saying what the struggle is. They're like not letting us in as the audience. It's pretty well, dumb. So the, so dumb. throughout this part, we're kind of seeing like hints of she was full robot when she was created or when she was brought back to life. Now she's starting to become Sam again. There's like spurts of her, you know, being normal. Um, this is all interrupted when Tom calls and he's like, I can't keep a secret anymore. And he's like, I'm going to my mind. I'm freaking out. And he's like, just, you know, do one more thing for me and we're done. 
And so Tom comes upstairs, he sees Sam, and he completely freaks out. And him and Paul and Tom get in a fight downstairs. Yeah, because he wants to, like, spill the beans. Yeah, pretty much. He says that, too. He says, I got to spill the beans. Does he say that? No. Oh. And um, so they get in a fight downstairs, and that's when Paul's mom shows up. And they get, out in a, they get in, like, this huge fight out in the lawn, and then Sam jumps out of the window out of nowhere, um, which is a pretty cool scene because I didn't expect it at all. And, Not a bad stunt. No, that was pretty good. And what ends up happening is Paul, like, tells, like, Sam, like, get off them, stop, and he smacks Slap Sam. Him. Sam has, like, this, like, I don't he's, think so. He's the dad now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. <laughs> um, so he's like, look at me, look at me. He's like, I'm the dad now. Oh, God. And um, <laughs> I so Sam was retired. That so was a year three joke, or year two joke. Yeah, right. That's keep coming back. Retired man. joke. So Sam starts to choke Paul, and she realizes what she's doing, and she stops. And she takes off, and while she takes off, Paul runs after her, and he runs into the biker guy. And they they fight, and you can hear, like, in the background, you hear, like, the BB. Like, you hear yeah. it. Like, ah, it's it's yeah, weird. She runs into the dark saying this. Like, yeah, you can kind of hear it, and you're like, oh man, she's starting to talk. It's like if is... I just beat the shit out of some dude, and I'm like, Matt! And then <laughs> off, like, Matt, Matt. Matt, Matt! <laughs> Which I don't get is because, like, Sam can't talk at all. She can make, like, grunts and stuff like that, but when she talks, all she can say is BB. But then but maybe like that's the her. Too. Well, maybe that's her, like, breaking through of, like, the. I don't know. I'm just trying don't, to work with the Don't movie. overthink it. I'm trying to work but with you, it. It's a good it's or, right, let me ask you your opinion. Because you seem to love this movie. I don't love this movie. Yeah, well, you kind of haven't said anything bad about it. You're talking this about Paul This is your favorite movie of the year. Yeah. Is this good or bad? Like, this yeah, stuff. I, this whole, like... Well, we're, we're at the end of the movie. Can we go to the end of the movie no, no, and no, no, we'll I want to I want, I want to hear your opinion about it. Because we're going real deep. And I haven't heard you say one negative thing about this entire movie. You talked about how Chrissy Swanson as a robot's really good acting. You I said, didn't say it was really good acting. She does a good job. Oscar worthy. <laughs> you said the more, more, yeah. best special effects ever. Um, Wait, the special effects were good. In you this said movie. the makeup was believable. Like you, you the really thought she was, was a robot. Like, just, it was just like, man, best makeup of the year for sure. You yeah. Know? Okay. Let's put it this way. So, do you really like? Do you I like wanna, all movies. Do you like everything? No, <laughs> I'm, I'm saying. You, okay, you I'm going to be honest. I'm going to tell you. By the time we get done with October Scarefest. This will be my least favorite Wes Craven out of the ones we've watched, maybe ever. Okay, but did I enjoy it? Yes, I enjoyed oh. this movie. That's fair. Yeah, I, okay. it's fine. I'll, I'll give enjoy you that. It. I'll give you the okay. enjoyment because it's really not like. I don't think it's. Poorly, a, I think it's a poorly made movie. It's a poorly made movie. Poor, poor but story. The schlock and the like cheesiness of it can definitely be enjoyable for people. And it wasn't like honestly, it wasn't a struggle to get through. No. Not at all. Yeah. No, it never. It like. This is because I knew that basketball scene was coming yeah. in the future. I was like, it's going to be here pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> you woke your, you woke your like, fiance up, like, get up, get up. It's going to, this is the best part. <laughs> go back to sleep now. All right, it's done. You can go back to sleep. <laughs> well, during this, uh, this biker scene, um, Paul and the biker are kind of fighting. What is, guy, this, what is this guy's deal? Dude, he just, lost his gang. He shows up by himself. Oh, yeah, he's, he does. He's, he's got just, his balls squashed. It's like, we don't need him anymore. He doesn't have any balls. He's not our leader anymore. Pretty much. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> he doesn't have any balls. And so Paul and the biker guy are fighting. Sam comes out of nowhere. She picks up the dude. Dude. She... And she goes, baby. <laughs> Phoebe. Yeah. She does. Like, and it looks so bad. 
Boy. And then, like, the camera sped up as she throws him onto, Dude, like, the like, car. Dude, and he, like, flies. Weird-looking. The shot's weird-looking. And Instead the guy flying towards, like, horizontal, he, like, goes up even further into the sky. It's weird. Yeah, and he really flies weird. onto a cop car, and he dies, apparently. Impact, like, yeah. yeah. 30 feet. Yeah, yeah that's there what they say. Yeah. Very goofy scene. There you go. There's something bad about this movie. Okay, good. See, now yeah. you're like, I feel like you're, you're just kind of like... You just gotta get there. You gotta just keep... I feel like sometimes it. when we watch movies like this... What? It's like me asking about like you, like, hey, give me the real opinion about the way you think about your son. You know what I mean? And you're like, well, he's my son. Uh, and you don't want to say anything I'm bad. Just constantly, just constantly rooting for him. Yeah, you don't want to say anything bad, even though he does bad stuff. And you're like, I don't really like him. Yeah. Like, he like, okay. he likes sports and I'm not into it. You know, you don't want to say anything negative about why don't, him why he's don't your you, son. Why don't you get on Honto? Honto hates everything. What are you talking about? I like Hudson Hawk. Hot, hot, you hate God. Hudson Hawk. You hate everything. Honto, you no more talking for the rest of the podcast. Well, why? You like Hudson Hawk? No, I don't like it. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, but Honto's like real honest. Like, you know. I speak my mind, yeah. Yeah, he speaks his mind. So do I. I Mine just happens to be positive. I think you're afraid, like. <laughs> I do like too much stuff. Funny. I'm afraid that like you it. like. It's fine, dude. My thing is, if if I'm entertained, then there was nothing wrong with it. It's all right, dude. Did, it's all right to like a movie. Did you like? No. Did you like Jupiter Ascending? I kind of want to rewatch it. I remember hating it. No, he's I remember a, hating he's it. He's got dog ear. He's a dog alien that has space blades. Oh, it sounds cool. <laughs> I, I remember, <laughs> I've never seen it. Before. I kind of want to see it. How <laughs> drunk are you? <laughs> yeah. So after this whole scene with the biker guy, Sam takes off again. And she ends up getting surrounded by the cops. I would not be lying if I said I didn't get a little emotional here towards the end. Because it's a fucking Wes Craven movie, dude. Even Wes Craven was if Wes Craven was he's rolling over in his grave right now. Listening to you talk about, he's like, I'm trying to explain to you. He's like, no, I knew that movie was garbage. (laughs) When I told you, I read everything before this movie, so going into it, I knew it was supposed to be this like tragic love story between these two. And I, I'm not trying to put myself on a pedestal or anything. But I tried to see through all the stuff they added and tried to see like what it, and I feel like see, it I didn't would have been I, I feel like it would have been a really good mid eighties family film. Okay. And family I tried to film. see it yeah, kinda like a like a kid's film like we still talk about today, like, oh yeah. And because like the original title for the movie is supposed to be AI and okay. then it was artificial intelligence, they were gonna use the fret title friend. They still kill her and at then, the end. I'll get to it. But um and they end up going with Deadly Friend to make it this horror movie. So I feel like I can kind of see where like this, the parts of it, you know, where it's supposed to be like this magical film. And horror. I will agree with you on that. I yeah. there are parts in this movie that I'm like, okay, this is done really well. This is done yeah. really well. This, yeah. this the build up is done really well. But then it's like it jumps into like weird territory. Yeah. Where it's like yeah. a completely different movie. It gets mm-hmm. bad, and it's like yeah. you knew. That's what I was saying. Something was stinky you about can, this movie. I know. You can definitely tell like how torn to shreds this movie. was. Yeah, like, yeah. In the cutting room, yeah, you know, the cutting room floor, or whatever. Same thing with Cursed, man. We'll, and yeah. we may or may not talk about this. Movie. Are we doing? Are we doing Cursed or not? I don't I know. Feel we've, like... ta- I, I, we've talked about. Cursed it sounds like we're doing times. it. Hey, are we gonna do a fifth movie and we'll do five Cravens instead of four? I don't know. Well, let's get to the end okay. of this movie. I want to hear your. So, um, yeah, I just trivia. feel I feel like she's very charming, and I yeah. feel like this He's, whole he does good, and yeah. his friend does good, and I feel like this yeah. whole end scene with her being surrounded by the cops. And which is really cool, and I think it's emotional because so you see through her eyes that she's seen it through like the robot's eyes, and at the end here you'll see her eyes go back to normal, yeah, and you could tell that she's starting to become human again, and so you know something bad's gonna happen, and it keeps flickering, and then all of a sudden she starts screaming for Paul's name. No, she says Paul. Oh, okay, yeah, and she's screaming Paul's name, 
And then she sees that he's getting kind of hurt. So she starts charging one of the cops. And then, like, in a slow motion, like, she does, like, the robot arm thing. It does. It looks pretty goofy. I will say I did not like this. There you go. And once she gets up to the cop, the cop shoots her in the stomach. Yeah. She falls to the ground. And I kid you not, she falls to the ground. Paul holds her. She says, Paul. And then the next cut is all the are all the cops walking away yeah. as he's holding Holstering their weapons. And like, oh, well, that's it. Dude, yeah. everybody walks away, that, and he's, as she's dying. Out of, out of work and <laughs> Dude, that's exactly what happened. I was just kind of like, you think everybody like rush over, like, get a medic. And like, yeah, it was just, so... You just shot a 15-year-old girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. was I supposed to do? Clocking out for the day. Yeah, it's it's goofy as hell. Well, that's the thing, too. He shoots her. Like, they never have any, like, uh, knowledge that she's a robot. No. Not at all. They no. just think that she hurt this biker guy. So this well, cop, they might think she hurt, killed the other two earlier. Yeah. But, but this cop couldn't take down a 15-year-old girl. She's got superhuman strength. Uh, I know. That's why. That's stupid, first off. <laughs> but, second off, I would still be like... You don't know the I, science I, behind it. If this was real life, I would have holstered my weapon still and be like, dude, it's a 15-year-old girl. Calm I'll down. try. I'll at least attempt to take her down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And got, guys, gonna, put your guns down. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't be like, dude, keep your... Your your mat yeah. your three fifty seven magnums at her. Just make sure like if she moves, rip her the to shreds. Yeah. Put that AK you know I mean? down. Like, yeah, like we don't need to hold a fifteen year old child. Like put your gun away. Yeah, yeah, I you totally agree. Yeah, so it's just kind of a goofy yeah. ending, and, and that's, that's why I feel like that, that's kind of sad. Like sad because this whole ending. Because like one thing I cut was that she goes and hides back in the garage, and that's when her and Paul kind of have like a connect thing where like she's like Paul, like you know, they like, yeah. they almost kind of start to talk. Yeah, and so I feel like that's why it's kind of emotional. Okay, I'm not saying I cried at my deadly friend. I, not, or, I cried at deadly friend. <laughs> I thought you were getting to the point that no. you said you got tear no. Yeah, like I said, I oh my shit, tear a tear. He's yelling out at his girlfriend. He's like, "Hey, babe, you cutting onions in there?" <laughs> Man, because I'm feeling it over here. <laughs> I think I'm getting it, too. I'm getting that onion thing everyone's talking about. <laughs> Am I the only one who keeps calling this movie My Deadly Friend? I, yes. I've only heard you call it it's Deadly Friend. It's called Deadly okay. Friend. It's just Deadly Friend, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I don't think so, you called it My Deadly Friend. I, don't think, I think this is literally the first time you called it My Deadly Friend. So she ends up getting killed. This is it. And she's it. shot in the stomach. She's dead. Uh, that night, Paul sneaks back into the morgue yeah, to find her. Like he's trying to do it all over again. All over again. What an idiot! And he sits there and he like takes her out of the uh, what do you call um, like the door you would open and you the slide fridge. him out. Yeah, the fridge. Yeah, like the refrigerator. Fridge. He slides her out, pulls the blanket over her face, and he says something about like, oh, "It's you and me, baby." And I, I don't know. That's not true. What? But <laughs> he uh, he says something about like bringing her back, and then all of a sudden she grabs his throat. And then you see like her skin from her face peel away. This is weird. And then all of a sudden you realize that it's the robot underneath the skin. I thought this was a dream sequence. Yeah, I, saw, I thought so too. It's until, a dream sequence. Until it cuts the end credits. Yeah, and, well, she no, screams. It's a, it's I don't dream think sequence. it is. I don't it's think it definitely, is. It's definitely real. No, it's not. It makes no sense. And that's what's so Dude, bad about didn't this. Didn't you watch the entire movie? None of it makes sense. I know, but like, a fucking girl has a, a microchip in her head. Yeah, but why would that make her turn into a robot? That's know, the thing. You don't know how microchips interact with brains? We Our bodies only use 10% of our <laughs> brains. Gosh. Are you trying to sell your comic book? <laughs> Got this comic book idea. Uh, it's that Limitless. It's, what like, if it's like the Limitless. 100% of your brain. <laughs> like, yeah, we've seen it before. But no, she like screams and she's like, come with me, Paul. She's like, come with me. And he's me. like, no! And then it cuts... And that was pretty good. And, and then it cuts to this. 
Just listen. It's pretty rocking. It just says BB the entire time. Dude, this is Wes Craven's fuck you to the studio. And this is He's my like, <laughs> And just giving a finger to the guys in the box as he just hitting BB a bunch of times. Like, and then you guys is, want John Carpenter? You got it. Here's your John Carpenter. <laughs> and this is my favorite part of the movie because I was I rented this on Amazon and if you put the subtitles on, it just literally just says I, BB. I was just gonna <laughs> say. I was just say, I watched this entire movie with the subtitles on, yeah. so I was like, eh, I don't feel like taking them off. And it was just BB, BBB, three Bs, yeah. BB. Three Bs, and it's all. And then eventually, it would disappear and then come back on. Man, you stole my joke. I was so you excited to talk about that. If this comes to vinyl, we're all probably three gonna buy it. I will for the song specifically. And the song will be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it'd be like a waxwork exclusive, like including. Dude, it'd be a dream of mine. So that uh, that's Deadly Friend. Um, that is the first in our Wes Craven, um, West Westover. We'll Westover. call it Westover. So, um, but yeah, I just feel like that's just one of those movies that just has such a. A producer stepping in. Yeah, it definitely and, is. Yeah, yeah you, you can, you you can, can go online. And there's a huge, not huge, but it's a petition yeah. to get the director's cut release. Yeah. Um, they're trying to get a thousand signatures it's for it. It's weird because if you go two, ba- uh, two years earlier, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street is a pretty solid movie. Oh, totally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The classic. And you get this movie two years later, and you're like, what does, in the living hell? Does he make anything in between these movies? I think or there's TV just... movies, maybe. Okay, he has a bunch do... of TV movies like in the eighties. Yeah, and I think there might be one or two uh, scattered between. That. It's just I, this movie's got the potential, and I would love, to, I would really love to see the Wes Craven take. I don't think this movie, honestly. I know we're doing this for West West Craven Month. Yeah, um, Westover. Westover. Um, don't you forget it. But I feel like this doesn't count anymore. Now that I hear all the trivia, I don't think this is a Wes Craven movie. Why? Because Would you just count Cursed? how butchered it is. Same with Cursed. I don't really think Cursed is a Wes Craven movie. I, can, I think it was just so I think butchered. I'm with that. It's weird. It's a weirdly. It's way different than all of his other movies. It's like he still gets hired on it? the film. I know. Yeah. No. I get. Yeah. I get it. I get it. He like he directed it. Yeah. But like, there's so many other hands in it, given direction. Yeah. That doesn't really feel like he. It was his true vision. Okay. It's kind of like. Not really like okay, like Poltergeist. Yeah. Like that's Spielberg's movie. That's not. Hooper's. It has all the magic of a Spielberg movie. Right it's in not Tobe Hooper's movie. And then you look at Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and it's like a gorilla film, basically. Yeah, and it's just it doesn't match up. So you're like, this is Spielberg's movie. Yeah. Like this isn't Tobe Hooper. Yeah, I can get I can get on board with that. So I don't really think this is a Wes Craven movie. This and Curse, I don't think they're really Wes Craven movies. I think they are, but I guess we'll figure out. Uh, I guess I'll come to that conclusion when I watch Cursed. Uh, Have you never seen it? I've seen it once. Yeah. I saw it twice in theaters. Ooh, wow. Favorite at movie one point, At uh, one point. Chris praised this movie, dude. No, I said it was fun. You saw it twice. I worked at the movie theater. It was free. Um, I will say at one point, Wes Craven was probably my favorite director. Um, wow. He'd still be in my top ten. But yeah, at one point, I was like insanely into Wes Craven. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, one thing I didn't bring up was the ending to this movie. Yeah. That's so it. the robot thing was all added at the end. Yeah. I but figured. so what ended up happening is she gets shot by the cop, and then everything else plays out normal, and then he has a dream that night, and she—I guess you can see pictures of it online. You can't find actual footage, but it's like her in this like white dress in his bedroom, and he has this dream that she like says goodbye to him, and you know how much you know it's like this whole like goodbye ending that was supposed yeah. to be like, really epic, and that was the end of the movie. Okay, I would love to see what this movie looks like now. I would love. Yeah, to this see is yeah. kind of like this is weird. Yeah, I'm because I I don't know. I just feel like that's so weird that I mean, what Wes Craven passed 
maybe four or five years ago now. Uh, three years ago. Or was it three? Uh, yeah, maybe. But yeah, I'd say about it's three. It's 2014 or 2015. Yeah. And in that time period that this version didn't get released from 86 to 2014 or whatever. Like, that's insane yeah. that didn't happen. Yeah. But so that's going to end our first episode of Westover. We have already decided what we're going to do. Um, well, we'll just tell you next week's. Yeah, let's just next, next week's. Weeks. We are going to do the Peter Berg vehicle. Mm, Shocker. Mitch Pelleggi. We've seen that. Oh, yeah. Mitch Pelleggi. Um, for those who don't know Peter Berg, he's kind of a big-time director now. Isn't he? Yeah. He I mean, well, this is, he started this, and this the is only like thing I can think of is Battleship. Um, oh, he has so many other movies. No, Patriots I know. Day. Patriots Day, thank you. We did the Lone run, Survivor. We did the rundown for this podcast. Oh, yeah, he did. That's, yeah, right. he did That's what I was trying to Yeah, I knew he did some good ones. Mile 22, which is in theaters recently. Actually, uh, a buddy or a guy I used to work for went to high school with him. Oh, no. And they're like really close. Oh, really? Nice. They go to lunch and stuff. Cool. Now, I will admit, Every now and then. I'm not going to give you a spoiler because we're going to rank all. This West, the, the the four or five we watched for October, we're gonna rank. But man, I love Shocker. It's fun. Shocker is a fun movie. It's weird. It's a yeah. weird movie. A they, lot. Uh, they really go all out in this movie. Oh yeah, you got. I'm talking people that travel through electricity. Uh, I'm talking Megadeth. Um, and like interacting with the people on television. It's like an yeah. MTV movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. The MTV yeah. generation movie. Yeah. And I think we should watch it together because I love Shocker. Yeah. Okay. So that'd be a fun one to watch. Okay. So. I know this is like our favorite time of the year, and I feel like we're already off to a good start. So uh, not only YouTube, but I want to thank the listeners as well um, for joining us. Um, please rate and review us on any uh, social media platforms. If you want to see anything uh, coming up in the future, uh, if it's anything horror-related on Dark House or anything movie-related on Cinema Cult, please let us know. We'll do it. We will cover it. Um, we'll see you next week with Shocker. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. I'm Honto. See you next time.